Let's give him a good Bendale. Welcome to this pulpit again tonight. God bless you. have the superlatives, the adjectives, the vocabulary to express what I feel building in this house. Not here to hype this service. God doesn't need any help. He's great. He's efficient, sufficient, all by himself. God has chosen through the foolishness of preaching to save those who believe. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. And the word will go forth tonight. It will find good ground. As a result, growth will take place. Germination. And there will eventually be a harvest a spiritual, if I could say it this way, bumper crop. Divine overflow. Of more than what was really required. I don't know when my faith and expectation has been higher. In the early part of this service, the way the service was trending, I thought, well, it's quite possible that I won't get to preach tonight. I'm not that lucky. I might ought to reward that you're not that lucky. <laughs> now, this pulpit is no stranger to quality preaching. You heard quality preaching Wednesday night. Great preaching. Top-notch preaching. And on a regular basis, your pastor, Brother Troy, other ministers, other evangelists come through preach the word of God and it's great every ministry has its own ministry and for that given moment I have not come with a message tonight or a sermon but I have come with a message some days ago God burped in my spirit what I was to preach tonight he gave me the title and that's about it I'm going, come on, next. <laughs> and just a little here and a little there, he's begun to add to what I feel is the perfect will of God. Brother Troy, your daughter, the Lord highlighted her to me tonight. And this is what the Lord said. I will take my surgical hand and I will go into places in her body and I'm going to fix what has needed fixing for a long time <laughs> tonight is your night to cross over to step into your divine destiny of healing lift your hands and receive it right now in Jesus' name, I don't need a visible support, evidence that would support what I just spoken. 
internally beneath the surface God is healing her right now in Jesus name I wish your faith would rise to a high level of unprecedented expectation I've got sermons I can preach but the Holy Ghost said I'm going to minister tonight I've got a word for somebody tonight look at somebody and tell them it's my time you can be seated we often talk about it it's in the songs we sing it makes for great preaching material in the apostolic church the subject matter in sermons often center around this truth we preach it we shout it we revel in it we bask in it you know so many times we shout about it and we certainly sing about it but I for one think it's time to go beyond talking about it singing about it preaching about it promoting it it's time to experience it it's called a miracle you'll catch up I hope I'm not intimidated tonight I'm not afraid I'm not nervous because I know the one who backs my play has a proven track record of showing up on time in time Every time. If I might just borrow that phrase to those of you in the cheap seats. If you want to sit back and observe, critique, whatever. More power to you. And the miracle will pass you by. And it will find somebody to bless that you wouldn't really spend a lot of time talking to. I've been authorized to tell you it's time for a miracle. Some days ago, God spoke to me and He said, Tell the people it's time. The wait is over. They don't have to be fearful, afraid. They don't have to feel like their time has passed them by. But to everything, there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. And remind the people that they have stepped into a season of deliverance. A season of wonder-working power. I know miracle, that word is a buzzword in the rank and file of Pentecostalism. But I don't want it to become so familiar that we just talk about it and move on to the next subject. No, I'm going to drop anchor tonight. And I'm not going to move away from this cardinal truth that it is his good pleasure to give to his children the kingdom. And a part of the kingdom of God is signs, wonders, and miracles. And I'm not going to leave this service indicted within myself knowing that I could have asked and I would have received. 
I'm going to ask tonight and receive. I'm going to seek and I'm going to find it. I'm going to knock and a great and effectual door of unlimited potential and possibility is going to open on my behalf. God has already started the healing. And from this side to this side, there's a vein of wonder-working power that's beginning to move in your direction and it's going to move over you and across you and on you and ultimately get in you. I'll be honest, I'm not on an ego trip, but I wanted to preach a message that God gave me some days ago. It's more structured. But God said, that's not what you're there for tonight. You're there to lead somebody to the water. And when they get there, there's going to be a thirst. There's going to be an appetite. There's going to be an expectation that says it doesn't matter how long I've had to take these shots. It doesn't matter how long I've been a slave to the pill. It doesn't matter how long I've had to go back to the doctor, checkup after checkup. Tonight on this Sunday night is my crossing overnight. I'm headed to a promised land of divine, miraculous healings. It's time for a miracle. And I'm not here to just talk about it, sing about it, shout about it, get excited about it. I am here to step into the reality of that experience that God has set in store for every one of us. You can be seated. It's time for a miracle. We so often sell ourselves short just talking about it, living beneath our God-given rights. Those of you that are encountering and battling chronic headaches, migraines, sinus headaches, the Holy Ghost is speaking tonight that if you will believe, the day of your captivity will end tonight. Those headaches, the pain, the discomfort... I'm just basically here to direct spiritual traffic, to lead you, to just exhort for a few moments and tell you what time it is. It's time for a miracle. And anything less than a miracle will be a disappointment. We have learned how to live with the disappointments we start out in a blaze of glory with such hope and expectation and we often voice, tonight is my night. And then the service comes and goes. We got a spiritual quick fix. There was an improvement, a little spiritual chiropractor adjustment and that's about it. But the next day the pain is there and the problem is there and the headaches are there and the worries are there. I'm talking about a complete healing of the mind, the body, the soul and the spirit. It's miracle time. How many ready to cast off that oppression how many is ready to say goodbye to depression tonight is the night it's time for my miracle somebody needs to get personal with this decree I'm not leaving without my touch I'm not leaving without an answer I'm not leaving without a breakthrough I'm not leaving without my miracle I feel a spirit of Caleb moving into this house. 
that says, give me my mountain. It's been promised me many years ago. In fact, 40 years ago, God made me an offer. God made me a promise. And he said, I haven't forgot the promise. I haven't forgot the word of the Lord. That mountain belongs to me. And I'm ready for my mountain. Somebody needs to claim it right now. I'm ready for God to heal my high blood pressure. I am ready for God to heal sugar diabetes. I'm ready for God to heal arthritis in my body. Joint pain. Ulcers. I'm only here. I've come on the authority of the word of God. You'll hear great preaching the next service. But I've come to tell somebody. It is time for us to experience what has been preached. I love great preaching too. I get entertained when I listen to great preaching. It ministers. It builds up my faith. I enjoy it. But I'm here to tell you we don't need to stop there. Jesus preached and then he performed. He declared it and then he demonstrated it. We preach it. We declare it. And that's about it. But I'm sick and tired of talking about it. I'm tired of preaching about it. And people still go home sick. Laying hands on the sick and nothing happens. You say, oh, that's kind of throwing a wet blanket on everything. That's being negative. No, it's being true. It's being realistic. It's factual. It's not a fairy tale. We've got too many people trying and nothing happening. It is not the will of God for only a few preachers to try to get people healed and too many people still dying. We can't heal anybody, but if the body of Christ will rise to the occasion and declare we're serving notice on affliction and the spirit of infirmity and cancer and sugar diabetes. We're serving notice on COVID. That according to this book, greater is he that is still in us than he that's in the world. I'm telling somebody, you've come to a precedent. You've come to the border. You've come to that boundary that God wants you to step over and receive the miracle that he has for you. Is there anybody here that really believes what I'm preaching? That it is the will of God to heal you. It is the will of God to bring you out of the mully grubs. It is the will of God that you get on the right side of life and stop being negative derogatory and bitter and a poor me. You just don't know my situation, preacher. I don't. But you know it and then some. I know a few people that blow things out of proportion. Their headache's probably a brain tumor. They think. I'm not claiming it, but you know, it's pro- it could be a tumor. I, I'm having some pains in my chest. You know, it's possible it could be a heart attack. If you believe that, you'd be in the ER. Some people just want attention. 
I'm not here to preach to you tonight. I'm here to preach to people that's gone beyond that point and place in life. And you're not seeking attention from people. But you're trying to get the attention from him. That says, I believe that you will heal me. I'm not going to sell myself short. Give me my mountain. You say, well, you're talking about miracles because you just experienced one. I've preached miracles all my ministry. I've preached miracles when they're happening. And I preach miracles when I'm in a drought. And I'm just not seeing what I want to see. Because God doesn't change. But I've got enough sense to know that there are times periodically in our movement that God heals. But can you hear this event? It has never been the will of God that miracles become the exception. It should be the general rule of things. It should be the norm. We ought to leave church if nobody got a miracle saying, I don't know what happened tonight. I don't know what was wrong. Nobody got the Holy Ghost. Nobody gave a praise report about being healed. One moment they were sick and the next moment they were healed. One moment there's pain and the next moment they're shouting, there is now no more pain. That ought to be an every service occurrence. Somebody, I didn't say everybody, well that would be good too, but somebody ought to leave saying, I don't know what you took out of that service. I don't know what you got out of that service, but I came one way, but I'm leaving another. I came with questions, but I've got some answers now. I came sick, but I've been made whole. I came down, but I'm leaving up. Over three weeks ago, my wife started experiencing problems. I got sick first. Thought I might have had COVID for the second time. Went and got checked. They said, you have strap throat. Well, I've had strap throat two or three times many, many years ago. It always hits here. My voice was good. My throat didn't hurt. Just had some chills. Headaches. Diarrhea. Can I say that here? Upset stomach. Severely upset. I'm upsetting somebody severely. I told the doctor, I said, that was at the ER, I said, now I got to be sick to go to the emergency room. But I was sick. Couldn't wait for morning. I, I, had, I, I had problems. And, and they said, there's a new strain of thro strap throat that, you know, it's headaches and chills and diarrhea. I said, one, two, three, I got them. But I got over it. God helped me. Some medicine. Hello, I'm not against medicine. Wife got tested. No COVID. She still started having problems. We ended up in emergency room three times with her. The third time they did a CT scan and there's an obstruction. Something's going on. 
They called over 25 hospitals trying to find a place for her. That if she needed the surgery, they were able to do the surgery. Called all over the southeast. No beds, no beds, no beds. Finally contacted Mobile. Worked it out. and We flew in planes, but she's got one on me. She's been in a helicopter. They flew her that early Sunday morning to Mobile in a helicopter. And uh, they said, if this thing doesn't correct itself, doesn't work out, doesn't respond to treatment, got a surgeon there that can take care of it. Kept praying and believing. No surgery, no surgery. He said Monday, then he said Tuesday, then he said Thursday, then he changed it to Friday. And she's getting worse. She's sick. We're praying. God spoke to me. God still speaks. I know we're slowing down. But I'm going as fast as you are. I don't know if I'll ever catch up with Brother Moore, but I'm going as fast as you are. God spoke to me and he said, watch and see. That's kind of like talking to Moses, stand still, see the salvation of the Lord. Just, just watch and see. And As I was watching and waiting to see, I kept praying. And uh, last Saturday, yesterday was a week ago, praying. How many has ever had one of those breakthroughs? I mean, we pray and we don't really, we think, get the breakthrough that we want in prayer. But we just get up and pray and we take it and believe it and it's going to be all right. But there's been at least three or four times in my entire life that I had one of those moments. Yesterday was a week ago I had one of those moments. As I was praying, I felt it when it happened. I told my wife. I said, I believe God just healed you. It's going to be all right. I don't believe you're going to have to have that surgery. I told her that a few hours after I come back in and started talking to her after praying. And she said, just a little while ago, she said, something happened. She said, what I've been feeling right here, like a growth, a, a knot, Something pressing down on me. She said, it left. She said, it's no longer there. Watch and see. Watch and see. She said, I believe God healed me. We believed it. And they said, we're going to do another upper GI. We're going to check. Two times obstructed. Obstruction. The third time, after that Saturday, come back with a report. There's nothing. No obstruction. Everything's going through. That's a miracle. Are you ready for yours? I thank this church for your sincere, diligent, continual prayer for my wife. I know you took her to heart and you've been praying. It wasn't just my prayer. 
Don't misunderstand me. But this church, your pastor, the saints here, family, many other churches and ministries, praying for a miracle. Hello? It's not a one-man show. No one person's going to get the credit because we can't heal. But we can take it to our benevolent Heavenly Father. There's strength in unity. Strength in numbers. And when God's people begin to get involved with corporate prayer, God can move mountains. He can heal. He can save. did that test that morning it took the head surgeon there a while he come in early that night walked over to my wife's bed the surgeon raised his hands with a smile on his face and says it's a miracle no surgery needed <laughs> whose report do you believe? I'm here to tell you something good's coming your way too. There's a praise report being born. There's a miracle in the making. The next time you go, the report's going to change from what it's been. Most doctors don't like to use that word. I was shocked. My wife was shocked. It's a miracle. No surgery needed. I feel in the Holy Ghost to tell somebody that's facing surgery, it won't be needed. Oh, you're just all caught up in everything because of what's happened. You better believe it. What's it going to take to get you caught up? What's it going to take for you to really believe that God is God and He's still in the miracle working business? Hey, I'm not on an ego trip. I haven't healed anybody. And neither have you. But I'm here to tell you, it's time to give God the praise and the glory for what only God can do. Hey, don't let the devil intimidate you and shut you down. Go ahead and speak your miracle. Speak your deliverance. Speak that prodigal son back to God. Believe it. On a rare occasions, and I want it to be more. Not just for healing, but for salvation. Those moments when you break through and you know God has just performed a miracle. Amen. I wasn't allowed to stay at night, some during the day, then had to leave. And after the miracle, Leaving the hotel early that next morning. I'm walking to my automobile and I hear a voice behind me saying, Hey, you! And I turned and it's a woman leaning against the Holiday Inn Express. And she's behind some bushes and she comes out from behind the bushes. And as I start to back up, because I thought, well, she's on her phone talking to somebody. She's not, she's not screaming at me. She comes running around my automobile and stops in front of the car. And I've seen that look before. 
demonic possession. And she started making faces and shaking her head. And I turned to go this way and she runs and she will not let me move. And I turned this way and she's over here staying in front of the car. It was either just stop or run over her. I chose not to run over her. Good choice. But I knew immediately the devil had manifested itself in her. And he's mad. And he wants to intimidate. Come on, somebody. Somebody said, oh, get a little spooky now. I'm telling you right now, I rolled down my window, and I didn't even have to rebuke her in Jesus' name. I just said, what's the problem? And her expression changed, and she started running, and she disappeared. I'm telling you right now, the devil doesn't want you to buy into this. I felt it right over here. Your pastor made a statement. Why not tonight? Something to that effect. And the Lord spoke to my spirit and said, ask the people, ask some folks in here, when are you going to commit to this? With all of your heart. Get out of the bleachers. Quit playing on the sideline. Stop being satisfied with God throwing you a crumb every now and then just because you showed up. But when you commit to this with all of your soul, your mind and strength, and this becomes a way of life, you're going to step into a pool. And the waters are going to be troubled. And honey, there's going to be miracles in your family. And miracles in your finances. And miracles in your health. And miracles untold. Come on, remain standing. That lady's eyes was doing this and the face that she made. If looks could kill, I wouldn't be here. There are people in the world that have given themselves over to that spirit. Why can't we give ourselves over to the right spirit? I'm not talking about they're oppressed. I'm talking about people that are demonically possessed. Controlled. By unclean spirits. By evil spirits. It's time for us to become intoxicated with this. Controlled. Not our own. But bought with a price. Oh God help me. I'm here to be nice. The very thing that stands between you and your miracle. Is a lack of submission. When you learn to sell out to this and stop trying to be a part of the world and part of this. Because God knows your heart. And I love you enough to get rough right now because this is not me. But the Holy Ghost is challenging somebody that trouble looms over the horizon. God in his mercy has offered you an extension of mercy and grace. And the things that would have come upon you and your family, God has stayed it off. But how much longer will God withhold the evil that wants to come in and wreck your marriage and steal your children? 
I know I've changed gears, but I've come to preach to somebody. If you want this, it's time to get this. It's time to commit to this with all of your heart and God's going to step into the fray. He's going to step into your problem. He's going to step into the struggle. He's going to step into your deficiencies and he's going to make all things right and you're going to know joy and peace in your marriage, in your life, in your family like never before. There's some people in here that's weary physically Mentally, you are zapped. The pressure is surmounting. But everybody lift your hands right now. <laughs> Can I tell you, and this is not about me, but it's true. The enemy still recognizes the anointing. That hotel packed out every night. It wasn't happenstance that she targeted me. That spirit. Because you walk in and there's other people. And they look at you and they give you the eye and they notice. My son stepped on an elevator at a hotel in a city. He was preaching. He told me this the other day. He said, I show up to preach. He said, I'm at the hotel. He said, I get on the, hot get on the elevator at the hotel. And he opens up. He said, I step in. And he said, there's already a man in the elevator. And he said, that man started speaking. I said, oh God, have mercy on me. I know who you are. You've come to kill me. You want to destroy what I'm doing. It was a spirit in that man that recognized my son's anointing. And he doesn't want to give up his territory. My son, I said, I have not come to kill you, but I've come to kill that spirit. The word still works. Please forgive me if I'm out of line, but there's people in this house, it goes beyond oppression. There are moments it comes and goes when you are totally taken over by spirits. And you don't even remember what you've said. You don't even remember what you've done. You've acted out in a way and you don't even remember it. Spirits. But I'm here to tell you it's miracle time. When I talk about a miracle, I'm not just talking about healing for the body. Don't fear the one that's able to destroy body but rather fear him that's able to destroy both body and soul in hell fire the devil in sin is a destroyer of the mind and the body and ultimately the soul he that sold to the flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption hello he that sold to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting musicians if you'll come I don't know how much participation we're going to get right now because somebody says, I don't want anybody to think he's talking about me. Hello? They've already seen you in action. <laughs> I said that with a smile. Don't get mad at me. Well, I just got a temper. I can't, I'm not going to blame everything on the boogeyman. Flesh is an enemy too. 
you got to crucify flesh or it'll just rise up. It'll show out. Somebody said, I'm sorry, I lost my temper. No, you found it. It was there all the time. But the Holy Ghost will keep it bridled, suppressed. Can you say amen? Anybody feel like it's miracle time? Well, if what's your daughter's name? Well, if Sister Leanna would have made a lap, that would have given me the assurance of what that preacher said really happened. But since she didn't, I'll just wait and see. I won't make a move. Now, I didn't say for her to do that. I didn't. But some see, here's what the world says. I don't want to be like the world. The world's philosophy says, prove it and I'll believe it. But Jesus says, believe it and I'll prove it. I'm here to tell you right now, somebody's about to step up to the plate. Somebody's about to exercise faith and God is going to prove it with the miracle reports that's coming. Sing it. God bless you tonight. Hallelujah. I want to believe it and God will prove it. Coronary disease, I'm against you right now in Jesus' name. I feel it in, in this house. Every man and woman ought to lift their hand right now and say, I'm healed in Jesus' name. I'm in the book. You got to speak it. You got to voice it. You got to open your mouth and say, Give me this mountain. I'm not out of line. I'm not out of order, preacher. God said I could have it. I haven't overstepped my bounds as a preacher tonight. It's in the book. In the name of the Lord. Lay hands on somebody if you want to, if you can. I'm not just here to satisfy the leaders to this point. I want to see more miracles. I want you to benefit from this service. I want there to be an improvement in your body, in your health, in your mental state, with your emotions. Hallelujah. In the name of the Lord. There's somebody in here the devil uses fear against you. He comes and puts a spirit of fear on you. But I curse and bind that spirit of fear. Come on, let's get out of the box. You don't have to live another moment in fear. Yes.
miracle time. For you it was a miracle. Don't miss it. Don't think yourself out of it. Don't talk yourself out of it. There's a healer in my house today. For you it was a make away. I can believe my faith received. Healer in my house. Come into this. a commitment some time ago it's never going to be like it used to be I'm never going to be like I used to be I'm in this thing with all of my heart and I'll never turn back by the grace of God and because of that favor and blessings Woo. is upon thee come on come on because you made a decision I'm in this all the way and I'll never look back yes in the name of the Lord come on receive it you're growing my faith receive you're growing in the grace and the knowledge of the Lord there is a maturity and a growth that has come to you ask and receive Yes. For you. Let me ask somebody something. Anybody here battling fear? I know that covers a broad area. But just particular thing, fear, fear. Just comes to you, fear. Once you step out right here. Got any courageous folks, brave folks? People that's not worried about public opinion? Come on. Here's what the Holy Ghost tells me. It's been a lifetime problem. Some things you've inherited. Some traits. But there's been some good things. that make you bad. But it's an area of weakness. And the devil preys on it. Takes advantage. I know a lot of people that way. But tonight. Come here. See your hand. There's power in agreement. Tonight, God is going to set you free. In the name of the Lord. Love, power, and a sound mind. I cast the spirit of fear off of her. Command in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that it never return again. You will know it. In Jesus' name. In the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord. Did some more come up here for, because of fear? I want y'all to gather around this lady. And the Lord says, what I'm doing for her, make contact. It will be released to you. The fear is being lifted. The tormentor is being pushed aside. In the name of Jesus. No more fear. In Jesus' name, it's gone. In Jesus' name, it's gone. In Jesus' name. Fear hath torment. It's a heavy weight to carry. 
It's unnecessary baggage that the enemy wants to put on us to keep us from where we need to be. But it's gone. It's gone. I say it in Jesus' name, it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. It's miracle time. Whatever your miracle entails, believe it, receive it. Tired. Lift your hands. Stressed. Pressed without measure. But God said, I'm the rest. <laughs> God's hand is upon you. You have favor with God. God said, I'm going to give you rest in your spirit, rest in your body. The unnecessary stress and worries being lifted. Be refreshed. Be refreshed. Be refreshed. Renewed in strength. In Jesus' name. Yes. Somebody's breaking into their miracle. There's miracles in this house. Don't leave church without it.
way. Ask and believe. Ask and believe my faith receive. The healer. The healer. He's in the house today. Let me tell you something we don't need to be worried about dying it's time to live none of us are going anywhere till God gets ready now we don't know when that is and when that time is it's right see the enemy could care less how many days you live just as long as you don't live in the days you have left so it's time to step out and be all that God wants you to be and enjoy living for God. Blessings. God spoke to me on this platform a few moments ago and He said, manifold blessings are coming. Somebody said, dollar signs. Maybe. But I'd be disappointed if it was more, if it wasn't, if it was just dollar signs. That'd be good. Some things money can't buy. But manifold blessings encompasses everything that we need. Health, strength, growing in God. Being all that God wants us to be. God ministering to us physically, spiritually, emotionally, yes, financially. Manifold blessings. That means an abundant I'm not that smart. God spoke that to me. Now I know what manifold blessings is and, and I, I know the word and I could spell it. But, but, but I don't just pick and choose things to speak at random. God spoke that to me. Manifold blessings. And it's already on some folks in here. And if some folks will commit to this, it will open the door to great treasures in God. His treasure chest will run over in the Spirit. Lift your hands and give Him praise.
appreciated tonight of God's goodness in our lives. God's favor. Man, I'm telling you, we're serving an awesome God here tonight. He doesn't miss anything. He knows exactly where we're at. He knows all the battles, the struggles, the ups and downs. Amen. We're serving a God tonight. Amen. He can pinpoint right to the point and fix it. Amen. I'm going to trust him tonight. How about you? I'm not going to lose my confidence in this war and battle that we're in. But I believe in God's going to do some great and, and doing some great and mighty things. I believe what he's preached us tonight. Amen. He's wanting to bless. He's going to pour out his greatness. God bless you. You may be seated. You are against that spirit of fear. That's nothing but attack of the enemy. I mean, it's attack, amen, upon our nation. Hallelujah. Trying to cause us to fear. and Man, use that as a means and a ways to keep us. What I understand a lion, the run the reason it roars is to cause its prey to be paralyzed. Not be able to motivate and to move. and makes it a lot easier to catch and to captivate it and take its life. Man, the Bible, Peter himself called us, he said, the devil is like, is like, but he's not the roaring lion, but he, he's seeking who he may devour, who would give in to him. But I'm glad among some people tonight, we're not going to give in to the devil. We're not going to give in to the world. We're going to live for God. Continue to pray for those that's not here tonight. Let's continue to pray for Brother Randy, Sister Debbie Burnham. God's hand will be with them and keep them. He's blessing them. And uh, keeping them. And uh, well, let's continue to pray. That God will just strengthen them and bless them and help them. Amen. These treatments of chemo. And uh, that make her strong. That she wouldn't be sick. I believe God can take that sickness away. Hallelujah. I believe that. And uh, I believe it's already working. And uh, God's blessings there. And we thank God for it. And just remember these families. Amen. With the grandmothers. The funerals. It's going to be taking place this next week. Tuesday, the Shaw family, continue to pray for them. Lift them up before the Lord. Pray for Brother Heath Shaw's dad. He will be preaching his own mother's funeral. And so let's pray that God will strengthen him, help him, give him the words to say amen in that time in their lives. And uh, Brother Heath and all of them, just remember them, keeping them in our prayers, okay? And also Sister Shelley and Sister Rebecca Berry, his grandmother passed away, and God be with them. And keep them, amen, also. All right? Amen. Love you tonight. Appreciate you. Appreciate your response of being here to worship the Lord and magnify the King. And to give Him glory. Let's pray much. If you haven't really begun to set some time aside to pray, I'm asking you to do that. You can't survive without doing that. You've got to get in a prayer closet somewhere. You've got to get your an altar and spend some time with God and talk to Him. Spend some personal time with the Lord. I'm telling you, there's nothing like it. Hallelujah to do that. All right. God bless you. Birthdays. Got any birthdays tonight? All right. Come on. Anyone else? Ethan, Allie, Claire. Anyone else have a birthday this week?
Praise God. All right. Well, let's sing happy birthday to these two here tonight. Amen, amen. God bless them tonight. Praise God. If you're still doubting miracles, so just look right here. If you need a notable miracle, just look right here. <laughs> if you know anything about the story, you know there's a miracle. Amen. God's good to us, isn't he? Anniversaries, anniversaries. Amen. All right. Love you. Appreciate you. God bless you tonight. You just dismissed the fear of the Lord. God bless you.